0: Welcome, one and all, to Pogquisition, the Jimquisition's official podcast. Said as if they were unofficial ones, like there's some bootleg going around. There isn't, and if there is, you should not go there. I do not approve of any tat that comes out with the name Jimquisition attached to it, unless it's this tat, this shitty tat. Uh, anyway. Hello, I'm Jim Sterling, and as always, I am joined by Laura Kate. Hello,
1: hello. How are you today?
0: I'm okay. I'm all right. I'm feeling good, feeling zesty. Um, trying some new audio equipment, trying some new audio s- processing stuff. So hopefully, this won't sound as shit. I mean, it'll still be a shit podcast because it always <laughs> is, but it won't. It won't be as shit. So slightly less shit for the new year. New year, new us. Good stuff. Hello Gavin, how are you?
2: Hello, I am jacked up on Lemsip and Coffee.
0: Woohoo! You're not very Ooh. well today.
2: I've got the January plague.
0: That's so awful.
2: So I'm, I'm afraid this week it's going to be less Iron Bull and more a cave troll who swallowed Slimer.
0: <laughs> That's right, you still sound good. You still sound milky.
2: Good, good, good. You
0: sound, <laughs> you sound rich and buttery.
2: Speaking of, Jim, you sound particularly sexy this week with that new mic, I must say. It makes a world oh, of, it you. makes a world of difference.
0: Thank you. I mean by the time we compress and mess with the audio levels so that I don't come through as quiet and everything, it'll still sound like complete and total pig drag. But <laughs> at least for our edification, things are sounding good. And they should they should sound good. We should sound good because things are going well for the podcast. Things are uh, ticking along quite nicely Um, We've had a nice boost on iTunes um, Probably temporary
1: Well, probably temporary But I'm still I'm I'm grasping onto the fact that Temporarily, the day before we recorded this We were the 15th most popular podcast on iTunes And we were above Welcome to Night Vale No one can take away from me that that happened
0: (laughs) Absolutely From now until the end of time We can say Podquisition Colon More popular than Welcome to Night vale. We can't say is more popular we, we could say was But that's not as impressive So we just do podquisition More popular than Welcome to Night vale, Which is kind of technically true For a little bit In one very minute Probably doesn't mean much Measurement So it's
1: fine I have one screenshot that I could just as well have photoshopped but I didn't photoshop it and I'll know that and that will stay with me for all of time It's like yeah you could listen to this high production value show with scripts and things or you can listen to me talk about arse tits
0: Exactly and also talking of arse tits we are well above Danny Baker's podcast (laughs) which amuses me no end
1: Oh, goodness. Well, we've not actually made any content yet, so we should do some content this week. Video games, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, let's... let's, well, I mean, let's not talk about video games too much, because apparently that upsets NeoGAF. (laughs) That upsets (laughs) gaming's premier game forum. Um, Thank you to the people at NeoGAF, by the way, who um, are tuning in and who have... uh, ...congratulated us and wished us well and everything. They've always been very supportive of... Not always, that's a lie. Um, in the past few years, they've been very supportive of my career. Uh, and, and that's great to see, and that's awesome. And yeah, things are going well. And we're going into 2015 positive, uh, which is nice.
1: That is nice. And I'm I'm going to start this off this week. I'm just going to throw us into a topic because, you know, new start, new week, new year. It's all exciting. Mm. I've got a game I want to talk about because I've been burning to talk about this game all day.
0: Well, we need to hear about it.
1: This game, let me let me just make sure I don't mess up the title here. This game is called 30 seconds to fap HD. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I played this today for quite a while. Um do we as you know anything about thirty seconds to Fap H D? I know
0: that I would. Uh. I, I I know that I would just not start fapping if I had thirty seconds. Sounds like
2: Jim's first thought when he wakes up in the morning. Honestly,
0: no. I mean, if I if I can't spend a good hour getting prepped, I mean, I've got to light the candles. <laughs> I've got to put rose petals everywhere, you know. And that's
1: yeah. Th- this game is less of like an accurate simulation because you know these are these are not ideal sit sit like um criteria by which to be masturbating. But basically, you play a Child who looks like he's probably not old enough to be the subject of this game, who wants to masturbate without his parents catching him?
2: Okay, not not touching this one with a ten foot barge pole. Well, <laughs>
1: I'm just putting out there what this is. This is a game on Itchio that I found. I was like, oh, that's a thing. It's all pixelated. You don't see nothing. Basically, it's, oh, your mum's gone to, you know, put the chlorine in the pool. You've got about 30 seconds. Why not rub
0: one out? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was going to say that reminded me of of when I was a a younger lad living at home with his um, mother. But when I think about it, there's still not much difference from being an adult married man. You still, that's still the thing.
1: She's out, time
0: to knock it out. Yeah.
1: It is entirely the game of someone has left the room, how long do you have to rub one out? Yeah, Can you beat the clock on this one? And it's all things like, okay, someone's gone to, I don't know, uh, someone's gone to retile the roof or something like that. It's like, can you do it before <laughs> can you like they've gone out to go like refill the carton of milk or something do you have time to rub one out and you you just have to alternately <laughs> alternately tap up and down on the keyboard and go up down up down up down up down I'm, up down up down I'm imagining, with
0: your hands. I'm imagining an alternate episode of that famous doctor who episode blink <laughs> where the weep the weeping angels and i use that term loosely Adjust just like, infinitesimally, I said that wrong, but just incrementally knocking one out every time you blink.
2: You know what's ironic, Laura, from the way you describe the way you play it, it sounds as if if someone does leave the room and come back while you're playing the game, it's going to sound like that's exactly what you're doing.
1: Oh, this is it. I tried to record a video and this game doesn't play very nicely with my video capture software, but like by the end of it, it's like, oh no, I'm almost there, almost there, almost there, almost there, almost there. Oh, I well, missed. Well, that's,
2: that's, that's because you're in Britain and it's probably a crime there, so the... The video capture is, like, <laughs> refusing to record that.
1: <laughs> Quite possibly. But no, it's it's a surprisingly, like, amusing, if stupid concept. And it's just mash your fingers up and down, trying your hardest to fill your white semen bar before the blue <laughs> your parents are about to get back bar finishes filling. Oh, dear.
2: And ha- And what happens when you get caught? Is there, like, dialogue or...
1: Um, your parents' eyes glow red and it comes up with a very generic game over screen, so it's it's Aww. not great in that regard. What I do think is kind of interesting, though, and this is a genuinely interesting thing about like games about masturbation and not something I'd ever thought about before, um, they had to find a way to have a difficulty curve in this game, where it would be more and more difficult to go to completion before the timer runs out, and They actually came up with some interesting reasons for that So it's like the first time it's like Mm. Oh I can't find my single porn magazine That I've got hidden from my parents So it's going to take longer to do because I can't find my porn It might be like Oh my parents are in the other room So I'm a bit more nervous and as such The bar doesn't fill up as slowly Like There were interesting reasons Narratively for why there was a Gradually building difficulty curve In a masturbation game
0: Does the narrative change at all if you choose the paragon path?
1: I, I think the only Paragon path is not to play.
0: Ah, I think I it's one of
1: these like yeah, the only winning move is not to play situations because like basically there is a story mode and the entire story mode is oh yeah thirty seconds that's plenty of time to rub one out oh no I'm getting slightly addicted to rubbing one out oh god every time my parents do anything I'm trying to find time to rub one out
0: well that's not a problem pretty yeah, realistic yeah that's just <laughs> that's that's life. And that's yeah, pretty,
2: yeah. pretty pretty good simulator of being a teenager, I suppose. But talking
0: of, yeah. of, of potentially questionable simulations, I've been playing my own weird little game um, that I kind of wish I hadn't. I, oh dear! I played a game which was made by fans of this very podcast and other podcasts that I've done over the years. That said. I take no responsibility for what they did, right? I feel like I should apologise for it, but I'm not going to because it's not my fault and I will not be held culpable for this one. Uh, this is a game called Horse Beater 3000. Uh, it's subtitled, How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love C++. This is a game... Okay.
1: But here's the thing, like I heard this title and it's like equal parts. Like the first half is, Oh my god, I wouldn't want to touch this this game with like a with like a ten foot pole. And then the other side is like, so is this an educational game that's gonna teach me C plus plus? What's going on
0: here? <laughs> oh you're not gonna learn C plus plus
1: Am I not going to learn C++?
0: (laughs) No. No, you're not going to learn C++. Um,
1: I was quietly hoping this would be like an educational game wrapped up inside the premise
0: of beating up horses. No, instead it's a series of turn-based battles set up like a Pokemon fight in which you are a man with his dukes up and you're you're hitting a horse. Um, The horse hits back, so I guess that's where it's morally justified. (laughs) Um, You've got different options. You can punch, strangle, slap. Um, something else, like scratch at the eyes of the horse. Uh, there are also special moves, uh, psychological moves, such as um, what was he on? Anal display or something. Anal, <laughs> anal something. And uh, an ass just floats across the screen. Um, romance, you can hit romance to deal damage to the horse, and then that plays licensed music, which I'm surprised has not been content ID'd for. Um, I forget what one it was. I think it was Brian Adams, uh, and a rose floats across the screen. Um, you you beat the horse to death. It, it's it's not an easy game. Well, it is if you just smash punch over and over again. But there's no strategy. <laughs> sometimes the horse kills you, and sometimes it doesn't. It's just you, you just hit the commands until one of you drops. Uh, if you beat the horse, the horse it, it you have the character say, "My God, what have I done?" As it tells you, the horse is dying. And it whispers its last emotion to you And then you get a, a photo image Of a horse's mouth near a man's ear um, And it, a guy Whispering, just going, emotions And then it tells you What that horse's emotion was as it died Like, you know, shame or surprise Or whatever, uh, with David Cage's Face kind of Subtly superimposed in the background uh, At that point
2: The human imagination will never cease to yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, Um At that point At that point, you get two choices, because this one does have a paragon path. You can choose to not beat the horse to a bloody pulp for good karma, or you can choose to beat the horse to a bloody pulp for bad karma. Um, If you choose the the bad karma option, you have to keep mashing the spacebar while this poorly MS Paint-drawn-looking horse's face... Gets more and more bloodied and anguished looking Until you basically beat it to death And then you do that over and over again And that's the game
2: That kind of sounds a bit disturbing
0: Uh, I'm still
1: (laughs) confused Where does the C++ come into
0: this? Um... I don't know. But there is a photograph of Jeff it's Clop.
2: It's Clop. It's you see what that actually means. It's it's Clop++. Plus plus.
1: Uh. I'm I'm wondering if this is how C++ programming is done because I've never programmed in C++. Do you have to beat up a horse to program
0: in C++? I think so. Yeah. I think okay. I think when you when you use C++, the first thing you have to do is make a game about beating a horse while beating an actual horse. I, I think that's the, the barrier to entry. That's why, um, you know, that's why coding is, is such a tough nut to crack, because not a lot of people Quite have the, the steel and the resolve <laughs> uh, to beat a horse to death. Um, well, it's, what the t- it's what the two pluses
1: stand for The first plus is for beating the horse And the second plus is for making your game about the time you beat the horse Yeah, And that's the two pluses they add onto your C And then you can do C++ programming Because you beat a horse yeah, and well, made a game about beating a horse at once
0: Whenever you want to learn to make a video game Gabe Newell will arrive at some undesignated point This is what happens if you go on like a college course to learn game design At any point over that year after you sign up for a college course for it, Gabe Newell turns up at your house, puts a bag over your head and drags you out to a nearby farm where he presides over you, smacking a horse to death with your bare hands. You don't have to make the game about it, but most of them do to just work through the trauma of what they've done.
1: Well, now I'm kind of wondering, just like, is this in any way a justification for the poor quality of games getting through on Steam Greenlight? Because it's like, yeah, your game's kind of shit, but you did have to beat a horse at some point to get to this point, so, you know, I've got to give you some admiration for
0: at least that much. I think that's what happens, is most of the games that end up on Steam, and really it's the only, it's the only way I can think of to explain how they go up in that state, is that the people making them have been mentally damaged by... Gabe Newell running them through a gauntlet of farmyard genocides. I think that's how it's done.
1: Well, exactly. Oh, goodness. I I have more weird games to talk about. I I was plumbing through the weird depths of Itch.io today. I found some weird stuff. So, here, I'm going to tell you both about a game called Rainy Window. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. This game costs $2.99 on Itch.io. And it boasts about being a sort of my, a, a pixelated experience that Notch and Minecraft will love.
0: <laughs> and
1: um, it's a window. It's a pixelated 2D window that has pixelated raindrops falling and some very low-quality sound effects of rain falling. And you can hear when the sound effects loop and i can't seem to make any buttons do anything and it doesn't seem like there's any actual gameplay i think it is just a very Where? small pixelated window that w- doesn't have great sound and allows you to in a very small corner of your screen watch rainfall in pixel form and it costs 2.99 <laughs> on xio <its>
2: <laughs> so it's I- irish summer simulator
1: uh, like, oh uh, like like uh, i just looked at it i was like if this were free this mm-hmm. could have potentially, maybe, possibly been an interesting satire <laughs> on, like, weird art indie games that don't well, uh, that don't have any interactivity. It makes but, me think
0: of those uh-huh. shit, ver- like a really shit version of those fireplace things that you can get on like Netflix or something, where you, where it just plays <laughs> a fireplace crackling on your TV screen, but what a shit it, pixely like- rain window. <laughs> Well, like, had
1: this been slightly more, like, a little more production value had gone into it, had it been, like, a gone-home style, like, here is a living room, there's really nice sound effects of rain and a nice rainy window, you can explore the room, but ultimately you're going to sit at that window and stare out and look at the rain, and you might, like, see a little, like, word quote come up and be like, despair, emotion, feelings, in the way your horse game did. This might have been something, but no, it's a shitty pixel window.
2: It's basically the title screen for The Last of Us.
0: Yeah. If only it were that good. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've Uh. got nothing against these, you know, the the games that get somewhat derogatorily called walking simulators and stuff. There's a few I like. Gone Home was okay. Um, I was a bigger fan of stuff like...
2: I loved Gone Home.
0: (laughs) A lot of people did.
2: Very very unpopular opinion, but I loved Gone Home. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't say it's
0: unpopular. It's unpopular... To like half of the gamers in the world, and then the other half like yeah. love it. Um,
2: you know what really is an advantage for playing Gone Home is if you know absolutely nothing about it before playing it. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was, so I didn't know if it was a horror game. And because of this, I was really, really, really scared. I playing was the same way. I didn't know what was going to happen. The yeah. Destructoid
0: YouTube channel has me blind playing through it, um, and yeah. yeah, like I was kind of scared the whole time, <laughs> waiting for something terrible yeah. to happen.
2: When you, when you get up to that upstairs landing <laughs> oh,
0: Yeah, well I
1: did the same I blind played it and was terrified And then the, the ending Narrative stuff happens and then I was like Oh, this is like a narrative that really Speaks to me and that I very rarely see This is, oh I like this,
0: I like this yeah, that was but all yeah. right. And I, I really like Stanley Parable. I wasn't a fan of Dear Esther. I like the ones that include the player and, and make mm. the player. Yeah. So that you're not just a cameraman for someone's story. Because no, then there's some what part was the one of that the came world, out this
2: though? year. Hmm? Ethan um, Carter. That was pretty Ethan good.
0: Ethan Carter, yeah, that was decent. That was, What's again, the, involves yeah. the player.
2: Stunning looking game.
0: But something like this, The Rainy Window, like that's when it takes the piss.
1: <laughs> well, it's just like, I looked at this, it was like. If this were free, I would not tell I would tell people not to bother with it still because yeah. like the time you spend downloading it is not worth having it on your computer where like every 30 seconds you just hear this little Sound when the sound Like the the piece of audio loops yeah. Because it's that badly put together And it's just
0: like oh I reserve an extra level of of judgment For a game like that when it's like you're not even Doing much to begin with And you can't even do that well Kind of like this podcast
2: Where do do you guys find these games?
1: (laughs) I just went on Itch.io's press page And looked at the most recent games Put up on Itch.io for press to have Access to uh, yeah. I had a fun day with with finding weird games to play. Can I can I tell you about one more weird game I played?
0: Yes, by all means. Jeez.
1: Okay, so my last one is possibly my favorite one I found today, mm-hmm. and it's a visual novel s- sort of Renpee game called My Nigerian Prince.
0: Do you want to have I'm a sure. guess what this is about? <laughs> uh, I'm assuming it's it's um. I'm going to assume a dating sim in which everyone at the end of those scam emails are actually people and are all ready to fall in love with you.
1: That seems to be about it. actually
2: really... It's a, <laughs> a one where you get a spam email and it's actually really a Nigerian prince with lots of money.
1: You're both on the right sort of track. It is, it is a very short, um, quite amusingly written, terribly drawn, but in that kind of charming way, visual novel game about... A young teenage girl who's playing a visual novel game. Oh, it's self-referencing. Oh, that's and, deep. Yeah, I know. And she opens her emails and she's got a spam email from a Nigerian prince who's been kidnapped and needs ransom money and he can't access his own bank for some reason. And there's, like, several different paths you can go down. Um, I did a, I did a video of one of them. There are seven. They're all pretty fantastic. Um, the first time I played through it, I took the email seriously um replied to it jokingly asking the guy on the other end of the spam email for some money we emailed back and forth a bit he ended up convincing me to fly to nigeria and i flew out to nigeria punched a terrorist in the face once as a teenage girl rescued someone (laughs) from from terrorists became a nigerian princess it was quite wonderful Wow. <laughs> it's like it's about five to ten minutes per playthrough. It's not very long, but there's several different paths you can go through it and just it is it's a, it's absurdist but in a kind of charming, endearing way that I really kind of loved.
0: Well that sounds delightful.
1: Yeah, it's a little game. I think it's only like ninety nine cents, I think, and it was it was fun. I had I had some fun becoming a Nigerian princess and punching
0: terrorists in the face as a thirteen year old girl. Well, if they can't make that fun, then I have to wonder what they're doing. What well, are they doing wrong? Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, Same. that that that's, that that should work itself out uh, in terms of entertainment value. And um, what about you, though, Gavin? What Plus, have you it's a new
2: doing? new location for video that is games true. as well. Nigeria. That is true. Oh, well, actually, no. Call of Duty had Nigeria this mm.
0: year. But what have you been doing, um, Gavin? What have you been playing? Anything uh, about like well, punching horses, I've, having I've, sex with fish? I've, you know.
2: I've been playing this great FPS called Aim the snot into the hanky
0: Oh it's like, you're, you're, you're still uh, not better first yet snotter. We've been doing this for 20 no, minutes And you're not I, better yet
2: First person snotter It's like Call of Loogie
0: Oh that's very clever yeah. oh. No I
2: was actually actually I finally got to play uh, Assassin's Creed Unity This oh, week poor yeah, I No wonder you're sick Yeah <laughs> It still doesn't run that great, to be honest, but the patch definitely improved it, and it makes me really sad because if it ran well, it probably would have been my second favourite after Assassin's Creed 2 because the the, the Paris map in it is fucking amazing. And the series, for me, has always been interactive city exploring. That's, like, why I play it, and Paris is probably the best city they've done. It's just such a pity. It keeps... I thought it was a shame because...
0: Yeah, I mean, as someone who historically has not had uh, the most storied love affair with the Assassin's Creed series, mm. uh, I, as a game, like it was the best experience I've had with Assassin's Creed in terms of pure mm-hmm. what it's doing as a game.
2: Well, we're never going to agree on Assassin's Creed Two. No, <laughs> <laughs> never, but, never. But as someone
0: who didn't like <laughs> Assassin's Creed Two, I, I felt like the experience that Unity was trying to do was really quite good. I mean, I was prepared to say, well, holy shit, this is going to be a positive review from me. And then all of the problems happened, and all of the bullshit happened, and all of the Ubisoft happened, and that is a shame. And also, I didn't fully look at the entire story, but am I hearing that currently Far Cry 4 is unavailable to play on the Xbox it's, One?
1: It is it is back up what? now.
0: It is back for up. for about...
1: Th- For about three days this week, (laughs) people who'd purchased Far Cry 4, their copies of Far Cry 4 just stopped working, and you couldn't download it new. But like, that's the worst one, is people who already had it downloaded onto their consoles couldn't play it, and no one was quite sure why, and then... Ubisoft just kinda of put out a message being like, oh it's fixed now, not explaining what had happened.
0: I, I, I know what happened. What happened was was someone at Ubisoft like woke up one morning on like the fifth, January fifth, and they're like, Oh my god! Zotalor, We are five days into the new year and we have not <laughs> fucked anything up yet! You Pierre! Turn off the servers! Turn off the servers! <laughs> Me? Yes, stop beating that baguette And turn it to- This is very <laughs> offensive, I apologise just, oh
1: just a little tiny bit yeah,
2: He's, he's channelling uh, He's channelling John Cleese Yes here. Uh,
0: um, That's my excuse if I offend any of our, uh, our Many <laughs> French listeners um, we're, we're big in Paris uh, So my apologies For that outburst But that's what happened Was they got five days into the new year Realised they hadn't Cocked something up impressively And decided to just go for it Um, But that's good Ubisoft resolving to, for the new year Their resolution is to just Keep being the same
2: I knew I I shouldn't have brought I knew I shouldn't have brought them
0: up (laughs) Well no,
1: here's the thing I wasn't going to bring up Ubisoft at all this week Because I have a company that I'm much more annoyed with This week because they've done something really stupid And it's Nintendo
0: do uh, either of you yes. know what I'm going to talk about? Yeah, I, uh, yes, you're going to talk about yeah, their little 3ds no. and naming shenanigans.
1: Yeah. So Nintendo, the last like few years have been really terrible at naming stuff in a way that people actually understand what it is. Like there's there was the Wii U and the the whole thing where it's like, so is this an add-on? Is it a new console? We haven't made it very clear. Then you've got the 3ds and the 2ds, and then you got the new 3ds. Which was even more confusing And Nintendo decided that they're going to This week keep up this whole Shenanigans of yeah Let's name things as confusingly as possible So Mm -hmm. Nintendo of Europe Put out an email saying Hey um, we've got something coming out Called the new 3DS Ambassador edition And you might remember Oh Nintendo they called um, The 3DS Ambassador That was that thing when the 3DS launched Where if you bought it early And then they dropped the price a lot. You could get all these free games and you were a Nintendo ambassador and you got this little certificate that said, I'm a Nintendo ambassador. I spent too much money on this console and they gave me some free stuff. So everyone sees this sort of 3DS ambassador edition where it's like, oh, we can get the new 3DS in Europe where it's not on sale right now if we're a 3DS ambassador because it's the the ambassador edition edition. And then lots of people like uh, me, myself, I had this problem. Keza McDonald over at Kotaku UK did the same. We were like, oh, we're, could- we're-, we're 3DS Ambassadors. Why can't we buy this console? Why isn't it letting us? And it turns out, when Nintendo calls this the 3D the Ambassador Edition new 3DS, they are not talking about the 3DS Ambassador program, but about Club Nintendo,
0: well, yeah, well, it's obvious because you're ambassadors yeah. for the 3DS. This is the new 3DS, which is going to have a whole different <laughs> bunch of ambassadors. It's not. And the ambassadors will be people who yeah. want ambassadors before well, yeah. when they say they don't. They're not saying ambassadors, you're ambassadors. These are ambassadors. There's two different things. We've got ambassadors oh, and ambassadors. Uh, so so yeah, it's very, very simple and yeah. clear.
1: Well, I got annoyed by this because I was like, I want a shiny new 3DS. I want these faceplates. These look really nice. I would like one of those consoles. I bought your console when it was expensive and I'm an ambassador. I was one of those fancy people. And you called it the ambassador thing. Just let me buy it. Let the, the club Nintendo people buy it too, but let me buy it because I'm special and video games should cater exclusively to me as an ambassador it doesn't, and not
0: to these other people. <laughs> it doesn't help that their message is already confusing. Because going from the 3DS to the new 3DS with different features, but it's the same thing, to the average consumer, that's already a bit weird. And then, on top of that, you know, the fact that it, it's called the new 3DS and it's got different things, and, and you know, they've not given it a, a more clear name. And then you've got the 3DS XL and then the new 3DS LL. And then, on top of that, there's this Club Nintendo thing, and it's like. And then it's only out in Europe for a limited time, and then it's. When is it coming out? They get so confused already that it, they could have just but, cracked open a fucking thesaurus. Yeah.
1: The thing that was madness to me is like this is the first time that one of Nintendo's naming conventions has, for a number of hours, confused members of the gaming press. Like members of the gaming press who are up to date and like keeping track on video game news as it happens couldn't work out what was going on because they'd confusingly named something.
0: Ironically you would be less confused if you were worse at your job. Because if you just didn't know what Nintendo had, d- had done in the past few years and didn't give a shit and didn't pay attention, you'd have just seen, oh, Nintendo Ambassador Program, right, okay, that's a new thing, and then just carried yeah. on. But you knew too much. I wouldn't much. have assumed
1: it was connected to me being a Nintendo Ambassador. You knew I wouldn't have put those two together, exactly. So, yeah, Nintendo is the Ubisoft
0: this week. Just want a three D 3D, new 3DS. Ugh.
1: I know. I just want the little, the little nub. Yeah, I don't even I want think a it's nub. Got a release date Wanna
0: yet
1: in? in
2: America. I always thought the Wii U, even in its kind of in its very fundamental design, somewhat missed what exactly it was about Nintendo's market that made the Wii such a success. And I think it was the simplicity, wasn't it, of the Wii, that anyone could pick it up and play. Your granddad and your granny could pick it up and play the tennis yeah, on well, it. was very self-explanatory. When they brought out the Wii U with that ad, it was like, you're looking at it and it's like, what, there's two screens and one person has to use this and Mm -hmm. the other person has to use that? And I imagine a lot of their previous customers kind of looked at that and went, no, that's too complicated, I'm not getting it. I think
1: another big... Had they named it the Wii 2 and been like, it's the Wii 2, it comes with a tablet. This tablet has buttons on the the sides of it and and sticks, but it is a tablet. Mm -hmm. That audience would have bought it. They'd have been like, oh, it's the new Wii, I need to get the new one, it has a tablet, I know what tablets are like. And that would have been it. I think but they one... were like, nah, it's the Wii U, it's a gamepad, can't call it a tablet, nah.
0: I think one big issue they had with it was the, um, there is a very strong visual... Um, communication with watching someone stood up in front of their television with the remote in hand, making movements and motions, uh, which is very outward. It's a very outward expression and very easily publicly communicated. You can look at someone, flick their wrist and then watch the tennis uh, racket hit the ball on screen and instantly it's communicated what's going on, um, Whereas the Wii U is a very insular personal experience. You know, you're hunched over a small yeah. screen, um, tapping yeah. at it with a thing, and, and you're not communicating to the world outside of what you're doing. Uh, and I think that made it a harder sell, because anyone can look at you playing Wii Sports and think, oh, that that looks fun, I can have a go at that. Whereas if, yeah, exactly. you're sat cross-legged on the floor, hunched to, over to casu- a pad, To
2: casual players and, and to... Even to non-gamers, that was w- really what sold the Wii, wasn't it? That that oh, that looks like fun. You swing the thing and it works. Yeah,
0: like that. That's what helped it become massive. And then you mm. coupled that with what Laura said—the confusing naming convention, where a lot of people wasn't sure if this was an add-on or, or a new console or what—and and everything mm. just compounded. And and I think you know m- these multiple factors made the Wii U less successful, which is a shame because. It, Currently, at the very least, it is my favourite console of the three. Like, it's got the games on it that have kept me the most hooked and most interested in stuff.
2: Yeah, Nintendo have the most... So far since the two the two next-gen consoles came out, I think Nintendo ones have had the most interesting exclusives for me as well. Yeah, I mean, creatively. Like from Bayonetta and the Wind Waker and um, the Zelda one we were talking about mm. last week is wonderful as well. The news out there. From a
0: creative standpoint, 2014 was one of their best years. I mean, in addition to that, they had Hyrule Warriors, which obviously I adored. They had uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, which was a lot of fun. Uh, was Super Mario 3D Land? Um, no, that was last, was last year? end of last year. But end of last year.
1: <laughs> at the very least, they had Mario Kart 8, um, Smash Brothers, Bayonetta 2, Captain Toad. Like they had the stuff that I liked this year.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, Mario Kart was amazing, wasn't it?
1: Uh, everything they did was so polished. I like Nintendo. It's a shame that they're not doing better.
2: Um, I think. Do you think the do, do you think the new Zelda game is going to give them a big boost?
0: I. You know what? I don't.
2: The one that's coming I next honestly year. I
0: don't think z- the Legend of Zelda is a big yeah. system seller. I think that's been talked about okay. over the years. Is that it's. It's obviously got a huge, dedicated following. People love that series. It's one of the most nostalgic game series around. Uh, but it, I don't think it's yeah. ever been Nintendo's jewel. Like it's never been a jewel in the crown. Um, it's a wonderful experience for those that have the system. But people don't rush out and buy stuff just to get. I mean, sure, some do, but on mass, no.
1: There is there is a number of people who are waiting for that to come out to buy it and. Judging from their last few systems, it's probably going to be about three or four million people who buy that game, and that will be three or more, three or four more million like Wii U's out there. But it will still be miles and miles and miles behind any other system. Because like, I think the PS4 has sold eighteen and a half million co- systems so far. It's like the Wii U's never going to be anywhere near that, even with the like X-Men's a three or four million, million boost. As well, isn't it? Yeah, it's not that far behind.
0: Yeah. I think in some areas oh. they beat them In some regions, Xbox One actually came out on top uh, This mm. sort of the tail end of last year
1: Oh goodness, yeah So what other video gamey things do we have to talk about? What's in What's in the secret chat we well, have?
2: I, I, <laughs> I replayed Dead Space 2 recently Which Ooh, is still absolutely <laughs> fantastic As I said on Twitter it, it might be like three years old But it was the best game I played in 2014
0: <laughs> <laughs> It was a... It well, was a beautiful experience. Just, just a sheer. Yeah. I, I need to replay it at some point. I'm actually, like, I'm. I generally have I go very back and forth on HD remakes from last generation, depending on what they are. But I do think, and I think NeoGaf actually had a thread on it recently. But I've been thinking about it myself as well. Um, if EA were to bring out all three, I guess, I guess it would have to be all three um, Dead Space games for PS4, Xbox One. I'd probably be into that.
2: Uh, can you imagine how uh, good-looking Dead Space Two would look on on the current gen stuff? Oh, because it looked. It, I mean, when Dead Space Two came out, it was by far the best-looking shooter I'd ever seen
1: mm-hmm.
2: on on a console. But uh, my God, it it would look so, and it still looks beautiful. I mean, playing it this week, I was like, "Fuck, oh, this game's gorgeous!" And it's what three years? Yeah, old? well, I
0: think it helps. You know, not only was it technically awesome. Um, but the just the, the visual design like that's part of what I love about. I've talked about it many times the the aesthetic of dead space as a series is just something I find utterly gorgeous. Um, yeah, they're fantastic. one of those guys that can do dark and gray and still make it unique and beautiful. Um, yeah. So that, yeah, I mean... And
2: 2, two was quite a colourful game, actually. That is true. In, I mean, parts.
0: I think that's part of There was helped. that really it's creepy
2: funny. part in the, in the school mm, with yeah. the, the babies oh, coming no. at you with their heads falling off.
1: <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> my girlfriend walked in when I was playing that part and she was just like, oh my God, what are you playing?
1: <laughs> oh, goodness. Sorry, that's just made me think of something. You know, scary, scary in quotation marks games news
0: that happened this week. Yeah. Five
1: Nights at Freddy's three got announced.
0: Oh yeah, I actually said on yeah. Twitter that um, like Ubisoft's gonna snap him up for the Assassin's Creed series. Like he is just squirting those games out. Well,
1: to be fair, it's a it's like it's not a huge resource intensive thing he's putting together. He's got a formula. Yeah. he knows how to shake the formula up just enough to like get people reinterested in in it, and he knows that there's an audience of let's players who eat up that content and so do their audiences and, like, he's got a really good thing going, like, I don't begrudge him, he's they're well put together games and, like, even if they're not for me, he has found a good formula by which he can crank these out for a while
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not like he's putting out something I mean, compared to a lot of the shit that goes up on Steam, it's doing the trick, and people are clearly pleased with the money they're paying for it, so I can't be too angry at the guy
1: Um, I I really quite praised the first one because I was like, it it is a. Re- it was a really good example of minimal resources and minimal like budget for a game, and being very clever about how it used its assets and where it spent money. And it was a very good looking indie game, just because it it was just very careful where it put its resources. And I thought there was a lot to be said for that.
0: I mean, personally, I don't think I'm ever going to fucking get Five Nights at Freddy's. I've tried. I want to, um, but but yeah, cannot fault the man for putting together something that works and knowing how to keep producing it in a way that people remain excited and pleased for. So, yeah, fair play to it. Hmm.
2: Speaking of HD uh, remakes, and Laura, this one might be of interest to you. I was playing um, the Master Chief collection. I was playing through all the campaigns and Mm -hmm. observing Cortana's butt change throughout the series, particularly now with the HD remakes, now I don't know if you've ever featured her on your your butts. <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> I
1: have like, yet to have any. I have yet to have anyone that's a specialist like, in her butt that can talk about it. But oh, if you want to come guest oh, on it, over, <laughs> I will happily discuss her butt for an hour with you.
2: Over the course of the four games, it's it's like watching a MIDI keyboard g- grow into a beautiful cello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's being referenced is a podcast called Laura's Gaming Butts uh which is another podcast that, that Laura hosts uh, and it, it's quite special uh, i do recommend where where can people listen to that well it
1: hasn't had an episode for a little while because it's currently mid transition it's going to be being rehomed pretty soon on destructoid oh,
0: nice, nice so oh nice yeah, so
1: it's it's keep an eye out on twitter Laura K Buzz and i'll talk about it it's coming back soon
0: Awesome. So but yeah, we
1: talk about butts we can, it's a good great. we can
2: keep an eye out for you on lots of podcasts coming up soon. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Oh
1: uh, yeah, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. <laughs> things that nobody knows about, of course. <laughs> anyway, okay. video games.
0: Video games. Um, I beat Satan <laughs> I, I, on oh. Binding of Isaac at last. Oh, how did um, that go? It went very well. Um, yeah, it's funny. It's one of those games where like it's really, really difficult as you play it, and uh, but the more you the bet, like the the higher you climb, the easier it starts to feel because you unlock more powerful stuff that could randomly appear mm. in the dungeon. Um, so once I beat Satan, now I'm beating him regularly, um, <laughs> and I got as far as um, a level called the Chest, and I beat that, and that's kind of got to the end of one of the strings uh, of because there are basically two paths at one point, and I've gotten to the very end of of the more popular path, so I'm I'm very pleased with myself. Um, most recently As of last night Beat, the, beat Satan with Judas uh, I'm just trying to Beat um, Satan A number of times Because then that Unlocks a path To another thing uh, Which I won't go on About too much Because I know people Get touchy about Isaac spoilers But yeah Still absolutely Obsessed with that Bloody game Um <sighs> Really, like, someone who played the original and really didn't get it, like, the level of absorption I have now is kind of scary.
2: I was just going to say it sounded very uh, Ornstein and Smog like the way you describe Satan and the way it's really (laughs) hard, but then once you beat it once, every time you do it afterwards, you breeze it.
1: It's one of those games that, like, I never had any interest in it until someone put a controller in my hands and made me play it. And then I played it for like 15 minutes and was like Oh I suddenly get why everyone's crazy About this game
0: Yeah like I, I Cannot recommend it enough It's just just a beautiful Beautiful exercise in In design Like as close to perfect as that kind of design Can get I think um, and yeah, had uh-huh. me hooked. And then I went from that to Duke Nukem 3D Megaton Edition because that was free on PS Plus. And then I played that oh, and nice. Duke Nukem pissed into a toilet, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, he does that." <laughs> and then moved on. Now <laughs> I'm really pissed off. That's fucking uh-huh. incredible. Uh-huh. God, that was what um- <laughs> happened to me. Oh, that's is-
2: I waited how many goddamn years for this shit? See,
0: that, and that's with you being sick. <laughs> That's
2: a Yeah, that's with yeah, the flu. Let me try. <laughs> the flu might help with that one actually.
0: <laughs> Hang on, I can do it Duke Nukem. <laughs> Can't do it. I tried my best. I think I think Jim's all out of bubblegum.
1: I came here to chew bubbleg to kick ass and chew bubblegum. And I'm all out of gum. <laughs> that's about as good as I can do.
0: I got super glue all over my hand while I was doing that. I was playing with a tube of super glue while doing the podcast, and I've got a I've got an extra Uh, film of skin on my fingers.
1: Okay. Um.
0: A minute. I came
2: here to fling shit at the walls and make really bad reference jokes.
0: They're not even Uh. jokes. That's my problem. With especially with Duke Nukem Forever, right? And this is something a lot of video game um, writers need to learn. Just saying a thing is not a joke. Just quoting verbatim someone else's product and creation isn't a joke. It is just mimicry. It is just a child copying something he saw on TV.
2: It's meet the Spartans. Yeah,
0: yeah. My 11-year-old watches television and repeats the lines without context. A a, a video game for grown-ups... Presumably, uh, should be better than that, um, and it's not just Duke Nukem that does it, but but Duke Nukem Forever was certainly one of the worst offenders. Where you know, just just saying quotes from Evil Dead and other films, and, and, and because the joke is, ha ha, do you remember this film that we also remember? <laughs> like anyone could do that, um, and and I realise there is a great hypocrisy in. Someone on Podquisition Lecturing someone on <laughs> entertainment And humour and jokes But I stand by everything I've said And this feels really bad on my skin I'm, re- I'm oh. upset and scared By the glue problem I've done
1: Okay, well what? While, you, while you sort out your glue bl- problem um, Speaking of things that happened in the past That we're going to re-reference um, Last week we talked about Mega Man bosses Based around um, bodily fluids And we brought up the idea of Sea Man And Oh, yeah. I'm kind of amazed because there is actual Seaman video game news this week. Did either
0: of you catch this? Uh, I need solvents. Uh, (laughs) Oh, God, I've got more on me. I went to play with the... the, It's hot.
2: Speaking... Speaking of seaman oh, me.
1: <laughs> oh god So yeah, while, while Jim's dealing with uh, the, the, the goop on his hands um, Yeah, there was an old video game called Seaman S-E-A-M-A-N About a man who lived in the sea And was like a human face on a fish body And that's getting a reboot And I'm literally only bringing wow. that up Because I never thought that Seaman would be a Point of reference that would be so closely available to us again. It stinks, but I
0: can't stop what smelling it. What?
1: what the fuck is he put doing? Put it away,
0: Jim. Jim put it you, away. You,
2: I know what happened here, to... Laura. He'd think we had left the room for 30 seconds. That's what happened. Oh. You did, Jim, didn't you? You thought we'd left for 30 seconds. Dude, if.
0: The, if my... If my semen hardened (laughs) within seconds on my fingers, I'd I'd a be very worried, and b I'd be like the uh, when he's got concrete powers in second sense by now. (laughs) After all these years, this is. I'm in a situation. I <laughs> I'm, need to find something I'm to, to, to <laughs> plug up the glue stick because
1: it's I'm trying to th- I'm trying to find things we can talk about while while Jim's uh, sorting himself out. Um, people complained last week that we didn't have a food review, so I've got a food review to do this ah, week. Yes, so yes,
2: perfect timing.
1: I have all as Marie, I have a I have a thing with us this week. Um I have a packet of spicy flavor transformer snacks. And for anyone that doesn't know what these are, these are an English cheap brand of crisps that... Um, they come in two shapes. They come in, like, hoop shape. And I don't know, it's like a capital T, but with an extra, like, the top bit halfway down it as well.
0: You're supposed to... I used to love those. You're supposed to... Um, hold on, let me get back to the microphone. Um, I think you're supposed to try and put the hoops through the other one to oh, make yeah, a this car, is it. Is, and it the, doesn't
1: the work. The idea... Re- yeah. Well, the car kind of, car kind of works, because you can put the hoops on the, t- like, the sticky out bits of the T, like, the weird T-shape, and it kind of makes a car-ish. The problem is, is, like, the other form of this transforming robot crisp thing is supposed to be a robot. And the picture is of a robot with his legs, like, down on the floor, up to his body, like, the way a body's normally stood. Except, when Wait. you take the weird T-shaped thing that's meant to be a, this robot... Like, the headpiece is at the top, his arms stick out sideways, fine, but his legs don't go down, his legs go out sideways, so he looks like a robot doing the splits. And when he's in his robot form, like, the the, the hoops do nothing, the hoops do nothing when he's a robot. What do you do with the hoops?
2: That's actually pretty authentic, then, to the Generation 1 Transformer toys, as far as I remember, because I remember getting Ratchet, which was like, you know, the ambulance guy? Yeah. And... You, like, get it in the the ambulance form, and then you transform it into the robot, and he's got no fucking head. Like, I was like, how lazy are you, bastards? He's got no fucking head. His head was the windscreen.
1: The options you have have here for a head is you either have just, like, a neck, or you put a hoop around the head, and you kind of
0: have, like, a UFO head that's as wide as the arms, and it's very weird. Well, this is, um... Talking of Generation 1 Transformers and this whole thing There are many, I've read them Many long and tawdry um, Examinations And theories as to what Happens to Optimus Prime's trailer When he transforms Because
2: or it just drives when away. he's a
0: truck But where does yeah. it go? Because when he is a truck He has a trailer behind him Then he turns into a <laughs> robot and the trailer just disappears and I read, like, there are theories about, like, like tran- each Transformer having their own pocket dimension where these things go. Like Megatron's extra gum bits. And also explains why Megatron shrinks in size so that Starscream can hold him. And to a lesser degree, Soundwave. And, um...
2: And even humans can hold Yeah,
0: him. yeah, because he can just shrink. And they're like, where does the extra mass go? Well, obviously, he's got the same pocket dimension uh, that, that Optimus Prime has for his can, trainer. Can,
1: can we forget about
0: these Transformers
1: and get back to these important crisp journalism things here? Or potato chips, I, sorry. These I are potato only, chips, I
0: guess. I can only okay. apologise for trying to <laughs> steer yeah, that away. Better.
1: Well, here's, here's the biggest problem, and you kind of alluded to, to this earlier. The hoops. Are too large for the space. Like they, they're too <laughs> large for the bits they're meant to go on. So they fall off, or they don't like fit properly. Or and, you
0: smash like, the, the crisps together and just crumble them up, trying to get them to stick. Well,
1: yeah, like the where two wheels are supposed to go together, there's too small a gap, so you can't fit them on the top and bottom bits of where they're supposed to go because the crisps are too thick. Laura, and, come on ah. now, is
2: the hoop too big, or is the thing going into it too small? I mean, that is the eternal question. <laughs>
1: I think I think the hoop is too big. I'm, I'm going on the story side of the side of the woman of who the woman who,
2: who said to the man, "Why is your organ so small?" And he said, "I didn't know I was playing in a cathedral."
0: <laughs> you are hitting oh, yeah. the classic goofs and gags out of the park. <laughs> you know this what way. that's
2: from? That's from a Prince song, uh, a Prince song off the Batman. <laughs> Oh, CD. Do you that. Remember that Prince album that for the fucking I Tim the Burton songs. Batman movie. I remember
0: Party Man especially because yeah. obviously Jack Nicholson dances yeah. around a museum to it. That was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not happy
1: with Transformer snacks. They are poorly put together. They do not form like a functional toy. I am disappointed with the build quality of the robot. Why is he doing the splits? These, these are a subpar Transforming snack.
0: I always liked the flavour though, the, the, the mild spicy flavour I always found it more palatable than other crisps in that 10p range Like your Space Raiders had that very harsh salt and vinegar flavour
1: they, they have a very high competitor at this point, which is Tangy Toms Which are, like are the same kind of material back? But Yes, you can get them 10, for, ten packs for a pound What? In, uh, in Wilkinson's 10 the packs same for as a pound? snacks.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm going in Wilkinsons right you can get Transformer snacks Or Tangy Toms <laughs> 10 packs for a pound Oh god please tell me they got Because Amazon can send me British stuff sometimes <laughs> Tangy Toms What the hell is mama shrimp I don't want mama <laughs> shrimp Tom okay, Young
1: I, I'm coming to America in the summer I will bring you Tangy Toms <gasps>
0: <laughs> yes, please. I used to, when I was four, four years old, my mum used to get me and my brother each uh, one bag, because we were very poor, one bag of Tom's each. And they were just called Tom's back in the day. And they had two little tomato uh, figures on the front with faces that smiled. And, I, and then I tried looking for Tom's and I couldn't find them anymore. And then you're telling me now that you can get ten fucking bags of tammy, Tangy Tom's for a pound. I've got ten packs of Tangy Toms
1: on my floor right now how behind me.
0: How dare you have them and I'm not having... Oh, I'm so excited and sad because Amazon doesn't have them. Just just Mama Shrimp if, by Tom If you Al. can wait till June, I'll bring you some out. I'll, I'll try and hang on till June if my hands don't <laughs> fall off. I tried applying hand sanitizer to the glue, hoping the alcohol content would get them off, but I don't think that's how it works. Is that not how it works? I'm
2: sure many of the listeners can relate to me right now in feeling underprivileged that we did not grow up in late 80s, early 90s Britain.
0: <laughs> do you not get tangy-toms? Oh no. my god. Oh, oh. You know you can I, get it I for, ten, up, for 10 for d- I ten don't,
2: I don't even know I don't know are the sweets the same here as they are in England. We had stingers and refreshers and
1: refreshers. You know, we refreshers. Them, I've never but, heard of stingers. Yeah. What's a yeah. stinger?
2: Pretty, it pretty much does what it says on the packet. It Stings the tongue off you and it's, oh, like, it's not like taffy full of playground. thumbtacks or anything <laughs> yeah. No it's It's like really tangy y okay. You all stand around in the playground and dare each other to suck them Oh god that came out
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear um, Yeah because when oh, you say dear. When you say that stingers Is a literal thing I'm imagining like Sugared scorpion tails Scorpions
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which could a so? snack from fallout isn't that a thing in Fallout? You can make food out of Oh Scorpion yeah, you can make tails. food out
0: of anything, up to and including humans mm. in uh, Fallout, depending on your karma mm. level, of course. Or,
2: Deathclaw, I think there was a, a Deathclaw pancake at yeah. one stage in New Vegas.
0: Yeah, iguana on a stick. Uh, yeah. Deathclaw omelet, that's what it was. So, anyway,
1: video games. What? Do we have any of those video <laughs> games? Oh, I
0: guess. I mean, I got all excited talking about incredibly cheap... Snack products. From I know. I derailed nightmares. us
1: with, with with the food, but it's not my fault. People demanded this. People did um, demand
2: Jim, have you um, managed to get the totally definitely not semen off your it's
0: arm? D- I, I can't. E- I'm not even joking. It is not semen because I've, I've I'm, I'm I was saving that for a treat as a reward for a podcast well done afterwards. Um, <laughs> no, I,
2: I, well, then you are not getting that reward no, tonight. I'm sir. scared
0: Now,
1: Jim, Jim, I've got some some news for you that is tangentially related to Ubisoft and might be enough to like tide you over until the end when you you know get your little treat. You can keep this news in mind for when you have your little treat at All the right. end of the podcast. Assassin's Creed movie is coming December 21st, 2016. It has a release date. Oh, dear.
0: You know what and I'd Are you going to keep
1: that in mind? No, is that not what's going to get you off? Uh...
0: You know what? Probably not. It's got Michael Fassbender in it.
2: It's going to be is it Michael, fa- right. it's gonna <laughs> be
0: Michael Fassbender could get me off. Um...
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, I think he's playing Altair. Was- I'm not, not 100% sure, but no, that's... a
0: handsome boy. Um... He is a he is handsome, a handsome boy. boy. But if this is true yeah. to the... I won't buy it as an authentic Assassin's Creed movie if, like, when you buy your ticket and go in, if it's not, like, full of static and and screen mm. stutter yeah. and, like, the projector melts and then they apologise and you can come back six months later and watch it slightly better. Well,
1: I I think what's going to happen you, is... You know what? You're, you're going to walk into the cinema and... One of the scene, one or two of the scenes in the film aren't going to make sense And then you'll find out that you can pay a little extra To get the additional scenes you missed that would have made those make sense <laughs> You're going to get those as DLC for your film
0: I mean, it is true I you, think... it, It's very true to the experience Because you buy a ticket and go in And then are assaulted with demands to buy snack products and concessions To maximise the experience
1: are you saying that cinemas should now include food and drink as standard because otherwise it's DLC? Yes. Okay. On disc I'm DLC. I'm no very correct. Uh, it, it's oh, in house yes, it, DLC. It's within, yeah. It's in house DLC. It's within the building. It's just like, nope, you can't have this unless you pay a little extra fee.
0: Well, if Jim was around when cinemas were being invented, maybe we wouldn't be in the situation we're at today where people have just accepted it. It's unacceptable. So, does this mean next
1: time I go to the cinema I can just help myself to handfuls of pick and mix And tell people, it's like Oh no, I'm just cracking the on-disc DLC that's already here
0: Yep, you just tell them you're fighting the system You're, you're, you're yeah. um, fighting You just say this is for the With a handful of dolly mixtures in your mouth Just, this is for a consumer
1: <laughs> It's like, you can't have this within the product If you're not going to allow me access to it It's not illegal for me to access the whole experience
0: Exactly Smash the state.
1: Fuck the system, yeah. screw the police Get Eat this glue all. off of
0: Mo- my hand. Movies
2: have to be careful not to innovate too much
0: That is true you, you've, got to, you've got to At once Destabilise and tear everything Down to its core foundations And also not touch a thing <laughs> That's how you make Good films, good TV shows Good video games
2: I think it has potential To be a good movie if they Kind of stick with the historical stuff. I, I'm I'm not sure if the kind of modern sci-fi part might undermine it somehow. But I don't well, know. no more than Who it knows. undermines
0: and derails the actual games.
2: Well, yeah, I always Why thought don't they just that give that would... bit
0: up. Who's it helping? Like like in with Unity, like it's so lazy that it's they half-heartedly bring it back up again during the credits. It's that, and that's not even a spoiler, because it has that little effect on the story. Well, it's kind is of set up...
2: Maybe, is that maybe a reaction to fan feedback, though? Maybe, but, but, but... To be fair, everyone likes Sean Hastings.
0: Just stop it!
1: Well, they've, they've set, not set up feedback. the universe with, like they set the universe up in such a way that like, it's a perfect, easy way to just cut that stuff out. It's like, oh, these are all just experiments of us putting stuff in the Animus to make experiences for other people. Therefore, we've set that bit of lore up. We never need to go outside the Animus again, because these are all just experiences being mass-produced for the Animus.
2: I thought it was pretty clever the way they used that in Black Flag, though. They made it kind of meta.
1: They I did, but cyber. they can only do that once And they've done it now So it's like, okay, well you've had your fun with it just, just give us the games that are being developed for the Animus Don't make us
0: go outside the Animus and see them making the games I'm honestly surprised that they haven't just narratively tied in All the existing bugs and glitches with the game And just said, oh, it's the Animus doing it At this rate, it would be quicker to do that than fix them well you're supposed uh, to fall through the world map like that. It's just that wacky animus fucking up again. <laughs> I,
1: I think there's gonna be a third level of this that we've not seen, which is we're gonna get we are going to get the future Assassin's Creed, but it's going to be like it's the Animus Corporation in the future going back in the Animus to the present day in order to use the Animus to go back to the past. Like all those people we're seeing in the present day, they're being controlled by people in a future animus. The animus so deep. The animanimus. It's gonna get so deep. The yeah, Animanimus
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Can't you just wait for wait for the excitement of getting to play around outside the animanimus?
0: Exactly. When going you're a man, a man who's in a man, who's in a man, who's in a man, who's in a man, who's looking at a woman, but he's in a man, in a man, in a man, in a man.
2: The sting of the animus, they bring out the man in us. I'm the king of the kill it's unanimous.
0: That's why you are kind of a pop star. Because cool. you split stem lyrics like that
1: <laughs> Oh god we Do we have time to come up with songs For one of his rock albums um, I don't feel like we've done enough songs For his rock
0: albums Yeah here's one It's just something that was on my desk
1: <laughs> I, I, I have a song for one of your rock albums Gavin Oh you can put this on your rock album yeah. Gavin. Yeah you can put this on your rock album Transformer snacks Snacks Robots in
0: as Crisps
2: Definitely has a ring. So to
0: there, it. that's two free songs you can put on your next rock LP.
2: Sweet, you you can expect a fifty percent royalty each, guys. I won't take any I of the love credit. Love a
0: royalty. I can buy more glue. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, glue. Yes, it's you can honestly buy more not clear sticky stuff glue. to put on your hands. I cannot emphasize enough because if it was, I'd want everyone to know. It's it's yeah. not, guys. Not even pre. It's just glue.
1: Well, I'm, I'm just kind of <laughs> amused by the number of times you got glue on your hands and, like, repeatedly got glue on your hands today. I'm worried about you going off and having some fun by yourself in case you get stuck.
0: I honestly am worried. I'm scared about that. Because I don't even know where this glue's come from. It could come. It, I could be excreting it like some sort of, like, natural... Bodily defense mutation, like an X Man. Um, there's
1: there's, there's going to be a very sad Patreon update where it's like my pa- my um, all my work is going to slow down slightly because I'm now have to having to type one-handed because one of my hands is glued to my junk.
0: Speaking of which, I need you to double your pledges because I've got a lot of medical pills
1: You know, to get to get, you know, it's going to take a lot of money to get this glue off your hands. Yes, absolutely.
2: You can add a new, you can add a new reward um, that anyone who pledges a certain amount can get a little bit of. The flaky kind of scabby stuff that comes off when you remove which the glue. is
0: definitely glow.
1: And with that, it's probably a good time to wrap up this show. Yes,
0: yes, let's wrap things up. Um, it's it's not semen, okay. Um,
2: Famous last words. Yeah, there. just just I, I, <laughs> if I had if I had money for every time I've said that line.
0: Just, yes. Um, speaking of which, I, I I don't know. I had nothing related to semen. I was going to say. I don't know why I said speaking of which. Um, speaking of which. Laura, you do a lot of work on the internet And people might want to know How they can look at more of it And also support it when you do it How can those things happen? Well, people who like the work that I do on the
1: internet And put the stuff in the words in the order And things You can find me on Twitter at Laura K Buzz You can chuck some money at my Patreon On patreon.com forward slash Laura K Buzz you can find me on youtube search Laura Laura K buzz youtube i think it comes up i don't know what my youtube name is i should probably work that out or you can just follow me on twitter i tweet about a fuck ton of stuff i do the indie haven podcast um, the geek night in ono oh video games category video games laura's gaming butts which is moving to destructoid a uh, fuck ton of other stuff i don't know what i do
0: You basically do all of the podcasts that have ever been done
2: pretty much I mean, she's happy to be at number 25, but she's also at number 24 or 23, <laughs> yeah. you know.
0: I have, all of them.
1: I have at least two podcasts that I'm not currently doing that I might soon be doing. God. <laughs> hell.
0: Um, uh. Okay, well, Gavin, not on as many podcasts, yeah. but you are kind of a pop star. So <clears throat> do tell yeah. the lovely children where it is you do stuff and what they can do about it.
2: Well, if you like my voice... You can go and listen to it singing to you on YouTube, if you look for Miracle of Sound, or you can just follow me on Twitter, at Miracle of Sound, and I can then spam you with
0: my music. And listen to that, that voice right now sounds like Brandy Butter, so imagine what it's like when he's not sick.
2: Yeah, this, this, this is the voice with a throat full of Slimer mucus. So.
0: Exactly, and it is Slimer mucus, it's not singing.
1: Without, without that stuff, you have a voice that can twitch ovaries
2: <laughs> Yay <laughs>
0: <laughs> Even mine, and I don't have any so it's pretty incredible. You
1: developed some just to twitch.
0: Yeah, they pop up. They they pop into existence just when Gavin speaks and then disappear. It's incredible. That's my other X Man superpower, um, as well as excreting definitely glue. So <laughs> that wraps things up. Um, as for you know the rest of this stuff, you can go to thegymquisition.com dot com um, for all the latest shite or. Uh, YouTube.com slash Jim Sterling for my video stuff, or follow me at Jim Sterling. And, of course, this show is funded for... Although I don't know what you think you're paying for. uh, This show is funded in part by um, Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Jimquisition, which also... um, Make sure that the Gymquisition web series and the Gymquisition.com remain alive, and thank you all very much um, for helping keep that dream going. And it allows me to obviously pay for medical bills when I glue my hand to my penis. So thank you for that, and we'll see you next time. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.